1: what i want to do in life was a big challenge for me because i had to you know reevaluate the things that i did the things i want to do if i want to do something really good yeah. i have to decide
0: my name is spredavora all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy.
2: This episode is powered by the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the Manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and Ecosystem Facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia.
0: Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, empowering women in tech around the world. And today I get to celebrate someone who's helped me be here in Belgrade, Serbia. Right now we're sitting in Novosad, Serbia, for the past month as I've been going from speech to speech, workshop to workshop, empowering the local tech community and getting to meet the most innovative women in tech all around Serbia and Bosnia thanks to Swiss Contact and Melina. Hello. Hello. So Melina go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah thanks
1: for having me. Yeah, It's been a pleasure having you around. (laughs) So my name is Milan Milic. I'm a Belgrade born and raised which is in Serbia maybe you now know and uh, for the past two years I've been working for a Swiss entrepreneurship program so this is a Swiss project that helps empower communities in Western Balkans and also Peru and Vietnam helping entrepreneurs and organizations that work with entrepreneurs be better so that's what we do
0: and it's been incredible now what do you do
1: what's your day-to-day look like with Swiss contact what do you do So my, so my day to day is very different regarding like different parts of months or even like. Uh, different activities that we have. So what we're working on the most is uh, empowering the community of entrepreneurs in uh, Western Balkans, so that means Serbia, Bosnia, Macedonia, and Albania, and our team is working in Serbia and Bosnia. So what we do is we uh, one of our main activities is bringing people in from abroad, which is how is how you got here yeah. also. So bringing uh, foreign experts and mentors to work with the local entrepreneurs and the managers and CEOs of companies. And f- so, for example, my day to day can be scheduling things and uh, organizing talks. It can be writing bunch of emails. It can be uh, writing press releases regarding. Activities that we have. It can be filming interviews, which uh, somehow similar to you, I do also. So it, it's really like a bunch of different things, but all in, in the goal of helping local entrepreneurs get more information and get as, as much as, as much as they can from the mentors we bring. So really different, different set of activities almost every month.
0: And when did you say that you first became interested in technology was
1: it when you were a little girl or later in life i think it was when when i can identify it was when we got our first computer yeah and i was like 10 let's say and nobody in my house actually knew a lot about it so i had to figure out everything myself and it really made me like it was really a cool challenge for me and i really felt like i can handle this so i was like since then i was very much involved in like technology and I was like early adopter of stuff so I was always like since then I since I was 10 years old I think I was interested in technology in one way or another.
0: And then when did you start to pursue a profession of technology
1: or entrepreneurship? So when I was a student I was a part of the student organization called ISAC which is like uh, biggest student organization in the world and that's when I had ISAC right? A-I-S-I-C? I think so. Or E. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my best. Well, well, well included in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So, that's when I that's when I first had a lot of connection with entrepreneurs uh, because we did a lot of project of empowering students to build their own companies or just like, you know, find work or learn more. So, that's when I had first a lot of connection to entrepreneurs and that's when I figured that uh More than, like, I always thought that I'm going to have my own company as soon as I finished faculty. But then I figured that, like, I really like supporting people and what they do. So that's when I understood that some of my skills and some of the things that I like to do are very helpful to people who start their businesses. So (laughs) that was the first, I would say, like, the first time that I figured that I can help people. What did you study in school? I studied management, like business. Business management. Yeah. So that's my main major but I was I was very much interested in marketing and I majored in like my my thesis was in digital marketing so
0: and where I went. and you had a um a marketing role out of college right if I remember correctly
1: yeah my first my first job after college was a uh, community manager content creator designer so like all around because I was in like a small me- social media agency so I did a bunch of stuff regarding that yeah
0: and then when did you find Swiss contact
1: So yeah, no, it's it's cool story. Yeah, I think they found me. We found each other. Yeah. So I was uh, working in Impact Hub Belgrade as a host because Impact Hub. Yeah. Yeah. I was writing my thesis and I needed just some place where I can, you know, like not be at home and write. Yeah. And that's when my colleague Milos and uh, some uh, some other colleagues that are not here anymore. Or your future colleague. My future colleague. (laughs) Yeah. They they came into the space we didn't even meet they came into the space they took some photos for the promotional materials and right. I ended up being on these promotional materials and a year afterwards uh, somebody recognized me. they yeah. were searching for a person that that's gonna work with like entrepreneurs and yeah. with media and stuff like that and somebody saw me on the you know on the banner and said oh this girl could be like somebody who maybe fits the the profile right. and and they reached out to me they were like oh we have this position opening are you interested. And I was super interested and that's how it happened. So it was really, really cool. And now how long have you worked with
0: Swiss Contact? It's exactly two years now. Wow. Wow. And what would you say is a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it?
1: I think that for me, one of the biggest challenges was understanding that I can't do everything; that I have to decide because I always thought that like it, it's that a great a challenge. and powerful thing to just like you know know a lot of stuff and do right. a bunch of stuff. But then I understood that it can be a weakness because you can't really focus. So choosing. What I want to do in life was a big challenge for me because I had to you know reevaluate the things that I did, the things I want to do, yeah. So definitely that like deciding on the set of things that I want to do yeah on the profession but because I think you have the Swiss contact opportunity at the same time as you had your mar- your
0: marketing opportunity yeah. so instead of doing both at once you're like i 'm just yeah. going to go all in on Swiss yeah. contact
1: no, yeah, it was like a few months in i, I had uh, I was doing uh, some design and community management for uh, actually U.S. company abroad. And, and it was a great job and, and, and I was really happy. But then I started the Swiss Contact work and then I was like, okay, like if I want to do something really, really good, yeah. I have to decide. And it was a hard decision because both of the jobs that I did, I really liked. Yeah. And, they, and they were promising you know, a lot right. in the future. So it was, yeah, it was a big... And also for me, the big challenge was to actually decide to be to be somewhere like full time yeah I always felt like really like I really wanna you know have the option to just go anywhere anytime so like having a contract for two years it was so scary for me but I think that's one of the best decisions I made so
0: it's been a really incredible experience as what's called an EIR, entrepreneur in residence. So a lot of seasoned people in certain different topic matters in the entrepreneurial space fly to the Balkan region or, as she said, to Peru or Vietnam. And we literally just meet with community. Um, we have one-on-one meetings. We give workshops and we give speak, uh, speaking engagements um, in order to foster growth of the, of the tech community and just help people succeed. Help. it's been really interesting yeah what kind of people have you met uh working with swiss contact what kind of experts have there been such so, a funny term experts i feel yeah. like it's such a pompous term <laughs> no, but,
1: but, but it's really like this is what you bring you bring expertise that is needed in, in, in this area so that's why we for us it's really like the term that fits to yeah. what you guys do so it's really a very broad questions because we had more than 40 people come in and out. Yeah. So I, I can just say that one thing that's like similar to yeah. all of you guys yeah. is that you're very open. Like people who decide to come here are very much out of the box. They have a lot of knowledge that they want to share and... They're really prepared to understand the context that they're in. So all of these workshops and talks that you had, especially like I can say, especially you, because every time that you're supposed to have a talk, you ask who the audience is and then you tailor the talk towards it. And that is like very valuable thing that, that you guys provide to, 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 to our region. So I can say that I was very surprised with the enormously high quality of people that decide to come here and help because it's really, it's volunteer work. It's, it's not something that like anybody, like it's not very. Big in the media or in the world, yeah. just something that you do for for somebody else, and then I think it's it's a great reward for yourself. Also, what kind of acceleration
0: happens because we're here? What do you see in the community? How does the community in the Balkan
1: regions and in Peru and in Vietnam move forward because of this program? So our luck is that the communities are small, so we can actually see a lot of things changing because. People are really like sponges, you know, like they're right. really th- th- they're thirsty for knowledge. They, they, they want to learn and they're trying to learn a lot. So with every expert that we have. We actually have track record of people who talked with them and then we track what they did afterwards. Mm. And then we can pinpoint and say, so this is because you talked to, exp- to, yeah. Esprit, for example, or this is because you talked to Oliver. So yeah. like the, the change. So I've been here for two years and, and the change in the mindset, which is the yeah. most important is enormous because people are more open. They're, they're prepared to, to get more feedback, to ask more questions, which for. For our region, which yeah. maybe you can't relate, but now you know for our region is not very likely. That I've
0: learned it now that apparently it's a special thing that I have an interactive portion to all my talks.
1: Yeah, which blows people's mind because they're like how this person is so open to us. So we want to be open to, yeah. to her. And that's, I think, the biggest change. Of course, they're like we can actually see how... Certain things in in their business changed because they talk to somebody. They also like to tell us so, right. So a lot of times somebody writes us an email and says, "Thank you guys for bringing this person all day bright to you and right. then, and then you tell us. So it's we keep track of uh, the change, and it's really I think the on the bigger scale, the change is that we succeeded in connecting local organizations which perceived each other as competition right and now they see each other as allies so they're like okay like I love we're a it. team we're changing this community for better and i think that you guys help them understand this and uh, a lot of people ask me before
0: coming here what switzerland have to do with the balkan region or or with peru or
1: vietnam How, what do you say to that So this, our project, Swiss Contact is an NGO and it has like more than 100 projects and our project is just one of these projects. And I think that they understand that uh, they have this like very innovative community that's very vibrant. And what they see is that people from abroad come there in order to seize the opportunities. And what they understand is that with the knowledge and, and the resources that they have, now they can make it happen elsewhere so it's I'm also guessing that like they, they understand how many people are coming there because they don't have opportunities in their own community so they, they're like okay why don't we just help them because they can accelerate other communities too right And they've been present like also the Brits are doing it or the Germans are doing it so all the I think all in Europe all the bigger communities are aware of how smaller communities need help yeah and, and this is something that has to be taught. You can't just, like, you have to bring somebody to, to explain this kind of culture. So I think that's what they're doing.
0: What's one thing that you'd like our global audience to understand about Serbia?
1: I I interviewed you two days ago. Yeah. So I think you said one very, very important thing. And this is something we talked about before. So I guess that, like, about Balkans, people heard, like, 20 years ago when there was war. And then you just don't report when things are getting better because, like, it's not... explosive information to have so I think that what is important to know is that this is a very open community, people here are hospitable, they like to to be hosts, they like to promote the culture and because we also felt like very detached from the world because of the media so I think that it's just like very normal life with very nice people around that just didn't have a chance to to promote itself in that way. So we had great food. We have very nice people. We have emerging startup ecosystem that's like just looking for uh, mentors and investors and and even just entrepreneurs coming here and sharing some knowledge. So I think that's maybe the best way I can describe it. Awesome. Thank
0: and if people want to uh, explore more how to become an EIR, where can they look that up or explore more about Swiss Contact? So... Uh,
1: there is like you will get my email, so whenever you feel like writing, please do because we're very happy to just share information with anybody. Uh, also, there is Entrepreneur in Residence uh, website, which also I can I don't know. We'll include everything in the show notes, so
0: you have it. And can you spell your email for everybody?
1: Yeah, it's m i l e n a dot m i l i t.
0: Okay. I know it's so hard to spell in another language, and you guys yeah. will include it below as well at swisscontact.org. Yeah, S yeah. W I yeah. S S C O N T A C T.org. And it's the Entrepreneur in Resonance program. Uh, anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up?
1: So I just want to say that, like, thank you, SPREEP, for being here because the the effect of uh, you coming here and being here for months and giving a bunch of talks and talking to a lot of entrepreneurs is unmeasurable because these people's lives are, cha- are changed because they Thank had a chance you. to, to ex- experience LA and America through you, also to gain a lot of knowledge, also to get like part of your energy and <laughs> to, to, to understand how, how they can learn a lot and be open and just like pass on the knowledge that they have. So I think that's the most important thing about entrepreneur in residence program is that people really open up to each other so it's like very personal connection yeah. for, for each one of the people
0: and what thank you
1: uh, one thing that I
0: I've told you and I've told um, you know the different teammates involved is I was really surprised about how plugged in you guys are like you're very organized you're like here are all the partners and here's all the people that need help and here's all the opportunity and it was immediate off the bat like I got off the plane and the next day I was off meeting with people and giving talks and it's been that way for <laughs> on. <laughs> I think Melania feels a little bit bad because I've given so many talks. Yeah, but <laughs> no, no, it's
1: my fault that she didn't no, get enough sleep or or eating. But no, uh,
0: I, like honestly, it's been um, give meeting with the local communities and having this type of opportunity, which is so rare, has been. Such a wonderful experience just from a humanitarian level. It's, uh, it's really incredible. And I couldn't have done this without you and without the Swiss contact team. So it's been amazing. It's an organization I'm really proud to be a part of. And, um, I look forward to doing a lot more work with you guys for years to come. It's been, it's been really, really amazing. And if you get to work with Melena, then you're even, you're even luckier <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> if you. she's your coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you so much. Have you ever been on a podcast before?
1: No. So this Isn't is it? your first. Yeah. Do you listen to podcasts or no? No, I uh, podcasts are not a, as big in Europe. Serbia, In yeah. Serbia, definitely. But I've, I've, I listen to quite a few and I've, I'm trying to get my head around like having it in my day. So I'm trying to figure out <laughs> which part of the day I can listen to it. Do you do... have a favorite book? I do. What's uh, your favorite book? I'm just trying to remember how is it translated. It's Hard Boiled Wonderland. And the end of the world by Haruki Murakami.
0: Amazing. And we'll, we'll include that as well. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Uh, well, I
1: guess email. And then are you on social or do you do LinkedIn or anything like that? Yeah. I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, LinkedIn by the same name. I'm on Instagram as Zakasnena, which I'm, I can try and spell Z-A-N-S-E-N-A. That's it. Okay. So and
0: we'll and we'll include it in the show notes too. You guys remember if you want to collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, go to the women in tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. womenintechvip.com VIP.com takes you straight there. And say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will talk to you guys. See you guys hear you guys in the
1: next episode. Bye. Hey, this is Milena Milic from Belgrade. I'm a existing facilitator for a Swiss Entrepreneurship Program in Serbia, and you're listening to Women in Tech.
0: It would not be possible to celebrate all these women in tech who have been extraordinary here in the Balkan region without the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. And I'd like to welcome Nina to talk a little bit about what Swiss EP is. Thank you so much for powering the Women
2: in Tech podcast. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. We are working in emerging markets and supporting young entrepreneurs, but also the supporting organizations like Incubator Accelerator. We started a pro called Entrepreneurs in Residence, which means that experts can come and work with our startup founders here and startup teams and supporting organizations We cover accommodation and travel expenses and you get to meet really amazing people here and not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic and I am the manager of entrepreneurs in residence and ecosystem facilitator for the Swiss entrepreneurship program here in Macedonia.
0: To find out more about the Swiss entrepreneurship program, go to entrepreneur-in-residence.net.